Hey, this is a podcast. No, wait, it's a comedy podcast. Well, we tried to make it a comedy podcast. And uh, it's not meant to offend anyone. So don't get offended, okay? And wait, there's something else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listener discretion is advised. Audiomatic presents Our Last Week. Hi Kunal. Hi Pal. So, uh happy new year. Happy new year. Are you still alive? I am. I am. I'm I mean I'm not talking to you from the other side. <laughs> You're not. Yeah, at least all I'm saying is that if you are going to die just inform me. Hmm. As in before or after? After, after. Because our listeners need after, to know, okay. na, that if if you know, if you're dead and this is some ghost version of you, we should inform we don't want to be a deceitful podcast. No, no, no. Like, but it would be nice like if if you could do a podcast at least from the afterlife, na? Like I mean like forget physical form and all of that, but the least that they should should be allowed is to do a podcast. You know, and oh, there are millions of podcasts now in the world. <coughs> there are hundreds yeah. of podcasts in India, thousands. And people are always telling us how do we stand out? How do we stand out? And it's like, you know, have you heard this podcast all last week? What is it about? It's about two guys just talking about the week that went by. Oh, I'm not interested. Mm. Say like, yeah, but one of the guys is dead. Mm. Like every other podcast is promising you living hosts. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a podcast host who's died. But he loves the podcast so much that he tunes in from wherever he is. He continues to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's been mummified. Did you have a, a good new year celebration? I did I did I I yeah we had a we had a lovely trip uh, went to Hampi yes. the historical town city of Hampi uh it was gorgeous yeah the kingdom of Krishna Devaraya the second Krishna Devaraya India yeah. you know one of the things i found at indian historical sites hmm and we've had this discussion before you left is that most of the tour guides so hmm. <laughs> give up on the history yeah because the public are uh, not that interested in the history so yeah as in th- that's 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 something that i was constantly facing also because i mean our guide i mean we had informed him uh, in advance that you know what where our interest lies but every time we went like I, you could hear what other guides were saying you know and you could keep like like every time we walked into a place or like like we would see a ruin to our left or to our right a guide would be telling this bunch of people udhar kuch nahi hai murti nahi hai udhar murti nahi hai bas wo aisa hi hai wo sab toota hua hai murti murti nahi hai so the main thing was that is there a murti or no murti which is inside the temple in the sanctum sanctorum or whatever if there is a if there's a murti on the inside then it was worth going to otherwise you know what are you going to see over there there's just a ruin there's nothing else to see really did you see when indians travel the hmm. first thing if you go to a town and they say acha chandipur mein dekhne ka kya hai you know and the people will hmm. always say you know there's this mandir please go to this mandir hmm. you know hmm. but you might be driving past like a 11th century ruined fort the site of the greatest battle between the peshwas and the british no one will point any of that out 
they'll take you to some rundown temple that, you know, has thousands of people and, you know, has an open drain, you know, like, the, I, this is, I, I, I don't get it. I mean, that is why I think. Well, I, I, I guess that's the, like, like, I guess people here are more interested in the, uh, the, the populated places where there is so-called, where it's alive and buzzing. I mean, it's the same with a nightclub, right? Like, like you wouldn't go to a place that's dead and drab and like, ah, there's no one here, and there's just some ruins. But, but if it was like, it's it's a happening place, you know, like it's a place where people congregate. It's like there are shops, there are vendors, there's food happening, there are monkeys, there's tourists, there's people who are worshipping. It's that hustle and bustle, you know. So people think, ah, this place is a life. This, must be this is a happening place. This is something, you know. So people are coming from all over. This is one of the oldest temples. So whatever, whichever town you go to, it just so happens that those those are the most visited places because of that, right? But as soon as as soon as like there is no statue there, or it's an empty temple, or it's a ruin, or like you know the 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 murti has been desecrated and now it's no longer worshipped. Uh, people stop going there and they just look at it as like it's a museum, you know. Then it's just it's just then, then it becomes like going to um, a museum anywhere in the world. Where, where I mean, there are people who are of course interested, but but then it's not it's not alive with the current, you know. It's not alive with the present in that sense. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but also, like they don't give you the history of the temple itself, you know. Like when you go to a temple. Mm. They, they, they're like, Acha, what is the history of this place? He's like, Are, sir, forget the history. But let me tell you what I'll happened. I'll tell you the mythology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember the three arrows that Shiva had? Yeah. One of them, you know, turned into a flower, which then turned into a little boy. That little boy, yeah. you know, when he opened his mouth, only light came out. And that's yeah. the light that keeps this temple lit in the afternoons. I was like, Are, but tell me, right. just give me basic information. Now, who built this? What year? Like, can, can you just give me some basic scientific information? You know, like just some rational no. information. They got no, no rational information. But I love the thing that you just said, which is when the tourists come, the guy says, Yaha kuch nahi hai. Yaha kuch nahi. <laughs> he knows. Kuch nahi. He knows that that yeah. is not of interest to the people that are coming. We should, we should start a business of just doing non-religious tourism. And we should tell our audiences that come, you know, you see all those crowds wherever they're going. Kunal. Yes. There's a conundrum that I don't really want to go into, but I think we have to. Mm -hmm. There is a man uh, who a couple of months ago uh, flew business class on an Air India flight. Mm -hmm. And he urinated uh, in business class. In front of a lady passenger. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Yeah, I read about this. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, he uh, relieved himself and then stood there exposing his sort of private parts. Hmm. And uh, nothing happened to him for a couple hmm. of months. And now there's a lot of furor in India that something should happen. Hmm. And... Uh, you had a view on this. You had a... I mean, we obviously don't want to go into the grotesque and, and the, you know, the obvious that these things should not happen. But uh, mm. you had a thing about this, about the nature of air travel and how that's changing. 
yeah well i i think you know like there was a certain formality if i remember mm. uh, like 15 years ago uh, uh, about especially in india when you know nascent this uh, in the boom of uh, air travel in the 90s early 2000s whatever and 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 traveling business class or traveling you know like this was this happened on a business class flight and people would would almost dress up to be on luxury. a plane it was luxury it was luxury it was sophisticated it was luxury it was a luxury it was sophisticated you know there was a certain you'd wear shoes you'd wear now when you travel uh, generally you know you see men are wearing pajamas track pants shorts i travel in shorts and chappals uh, no matter you know where i'm going i just want to be comfortable so there's now everything has become a lot easier a lot more you know like you just want to be comfortable on the flight and fair enough women are in their night suits and pajamas and mm. track suits and it's all good you know it's fine uh but but it's easing up and i think that as more and more of uh as the reach of airlines increases mm. you know to to include more people mm. uh who can now start affording to travel the 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 true india will start creeping into airlines i mean although i do think that this particular person was a was probably a rich entitled person but i just feel that 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 as we see more um like the opening up of the airlines we'll see them becoming closer and closer to uh our railways indian railways know. yeah <clears throat> indian railways yeah i think that on indian railways uh, there's a certain you know comfort the lives are lived in, like in in yeah. in those compartments yeah. you know like yeah. it's not just travel it's it's your your eating your exercising someone's throwing up uh, you i mean you very often you walk into a compartment that smells of urine that yeah. smells of drugs uh, it uh, you know someone uh someone could be making out uh, in the night there's theft so, i mean it's very much or, a part of yeah or it smells of flowers or it could smell flowers, of could you know dhoop anything agarbatti or, or fire yeah, like anything. the the compartment could be on fire like that's also possible or someone's cooking you know or someone's brushing their teeth it's everything is happening like you know lives are, and i think that that we might end up seeing more of that happen on our airplanes you know as more and more people i, I think like lungis yeah. shorts kachhas yeah. even yeah. all of these things might become more and more common place yes uh, in our planes so this man he thought this little corner of air india was a toilet possibly yeah i mean it it makes for an awkward relationship for the rest of the flight see like on a train you're very forgiving yeah you know on a train like if like on a train if you see a guy is making his child piss out of the window <laughs> like yeah whatever you know and it happens all the time all the time like there's always some like there's some penis that's sticking out of a train window and a child is pissing and that piss goes and <laughs> hits someone else in the face on the other you know it's it's constantly i mean i've seen it all through, even on buses you've seen it but on trains yeah. also and uh, you know people spitting out of the train people throwing up um so so you and 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 you carry on and you look at those people like nothing has happened you know there it's not that big a deal there if uh, you know like if there's a uh, it's it's common place right but here on a plane uh, the pissing but he he also happened to piss on a person which is very different i mean i think it would have been a problem on a train as well because he ended up pissing on somebody he must have been <laughs> drunk out of his wit it <laughs> is a problem. problem i mean it is 
like in a train there'd be a fight would break out <laughs> you know they'd have but to stop uh, they they someone would pull the chain and then there'd be someone getting on at a station and then he'd probably be escorted off there's always the option because you're on the ground here but that's a very valid point you're stuck in point. a capsule <laughs> very valid mm. point because what you're dealing with here <coughs> is not the the guy who's pissing out of a window mm. of a train say at himachal pradesh in general right mm. and he accidentally you know something happens to sort of fall on someone's shirt Who's then? What are they doing? Train roko. Yeah. And he gets a gang yeah. together, stops the train at the next station, finds the guy. That guy's like, yeah. listen, it was, I was just, you know, basically pissing at the mountains of the Uttarakhand because my child had to go to the. Loo. Normal piss. Normal piss. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. couldn't find the toilet because there's a guy doing yeah. a PT class in the toilet, and the other toilet is yeah. closed because they've set up a tea stall. So I had to do something. Yeah. So this is what I was doing. Was, no harm was meant to you. and the guys like yeah. okay i forgive you because i wasn't a target like we don't have a history yeah where is where this? are you going where are you staying that would be the next question oh you're from you're also from jammu yeah i'm from jammu also huh. oh nice nice yeah <laughs> then they'd be friends <laughs> is that what you're saying that they'd be pals yeah. see drinking on trains is also not permitted course, but people yeah. do it you know they do yeah. it it's constantly i mean i've all i mean all through the years listen i i was on a lower bunk of a train there's a, a sikh gentleman above me and about 11:30 at night when the lights were yeah. off he put his head down and said ch 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 and i couldn't understand i thought i don't know what he was going to do to me mm. i opened my eyes and i saw a small mm. bottle of red label being passed down to me but we hadn't mm. spoken at all mm-hmm. we were not friends We had not communicated. No. He just wanted, he just wanted <laughs> yeah, you on yeah. his side, and, and someone and came around. And the red label was a, was an icebreaker. It was a communicator. It was everything. You know, so I'm saying yeah. that that man is probably not going to urinate on me. You know, like mm. I don't know. No. This was much more which. Yeah. I, so it's almost better. It's a, the trouble. I think is what you're saying, Kunal, is that we're in the early days of train travel with air travel. So no one knows what the rules are yet. So yeah, they can't go yeah. full lungi, you know, and full fist yeah. fights and and you know people going around the aeroplane saying chai chai. We're not there yet. Yeah. So we're still in the. But we're getting there, and and I, yeah, and the and the thing is that that we've always been bad with you know with with controlling mm. alcohol, you know, like. And I think that yeah. if you if you give Indian men booze, I mean Indian men are generally yeah. quite you know for certain age are tra- problematic anyway. But if you give them booze, they have that conversation. You see what I can do <laughs> with themselves, yeah. you know, like yeah. the threat that Indian men give other people. You see what I can do. It with alcohol that conversation they have with themselves. Yeah, you see, <laughs> you see what I can do. <laughs> Ramesh, but you're Ramesh. You, alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, I'll show you booze. I'll show you. Yeah. On a train, because you know it's not allowed. You're not allowed to drink, so you kind of you you have two three drinks and people stay in check because you know they'll be thrown off the train, or there'll be some you know there'll be the local T the TC will come. There'll be some problem. So you try and keep there's a cell, but on a plane, you know where the alcohol is like you bring it, bring it, bring the alcohol. Get me one more. Like 
like oh look at how brave i am or this is i mean lot of lot of maharashtrian homes have hunters and they have stuffed animals yes. lot of uh, maharajas yes. Yes. in bengal they have stuffed yeah. things yeah but they yeah. don't like have a stuffed version of like a, pa- a servant who's passed away who was very loyal Mm-hmm. you know that would be worrying for many reasons not to mention maybe economically exploitative i guess my larger question is why don't we do more stuffing i think the motivation the motivation behind it has to be very clear like with the egyptians it was very clear it was for it was for the afterlife it was yeah. being preserved for you know okay because you're going to go into that and and everything has to be preserved or if you come back or something so they had some theories about that or if you're going into the another realm then you know you need to take all your things with you or they had removed all the organs and they had them separately embalmed or whatever yes. it was also yes. of, but they had they had a very clear theory about uh, why they were doing it it wasn't it wasn't out of nostalgia that they were doing it it was out of reverence or out of you know trying to preserve this this godly sort of figure say uh you know i'm with my partner and you know we in our bedroom there's not much stuff there's furniture books you know um and a a regular you know like not you from delhi belly you now embalmed yeah. full embalmed version of you <laughs> with a drink in your hand in our bedroom what, what, what how would you feel about that I, like see i wouldn't mind myself like if if like if someone wanted me embalmed in their house if i push it even further could i do it while yeah. i'm still alive you know what do you think of that see that that is a, that, that is a any dinner with you pal like, where <laughs> i'm just quiet and sitting there it's like you, it's, it's like i'm embalmed only because i it'd be very difficult to get a word in <laughs> so i just sit there like an embalmed version of myself so i don't think what the difference would be really yeah correct correct it's already happened yeah you are that wife who died a long yeah. time ago yeah correct kura Yes. Sticking to death, I have a very quick conundrum. Mm-hmm. So I went to the bank with my mum. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my mum wanted me to have some usernames and passwords for her accounts in case of an emergency. She began the conversation with the bank manager or relationship manager, yeah. who was usually these little boys and girls, you know, worked at these banks. When I say little boys and girls, twenties, mm-hmm. you know, younger than us. Um, mm-hmm. And she began the chat with the. Uh, This is my son. Uh, see, I'm going to die, right? And <laughs> the mm. relationship managers typically don't have any mm. ability to handle sensitive human mm. conversations. Like they can peddle a mutual fund to you, this that. They don't have space mm. to handle a real conversation. So, uh, so he said, mm. "Okay, ma'am," and he's like, "So, and if I die, then I need my son to have usernames mm. and passwords, right?" and he was like oh okay ma'am hmm. so what are hmm. you saying that you are going to die then my hmm. mom said see we are all going to die and he said okay ma'am so give my son the usernames and passwords hmm. and he went hmm. okay ma'am uh, uh this for this death thing i need to speak to my senior <laughs> so then another guy <laughs> comes okay and he said like, what's the matter i'm i'm silish is like so and he says without like any human emotion ma'am you've died means hmm. and my mom says i'll die hmm. you know like i'll it, 
And he says, mm. when? So he says, you know, like that. And the manager goes, oh, like that, that. And my mom goes, yeah, like that, that. Mm. Mm. And then he's like, oh, like. And then he looks at the his assistant and goes, form 463 and leaves. So, so in this whole thing, my question to you is, uh, is there any aspect of this you find confounding? I mean, these people have had a real conversation and no one at any mm. point, neither my mum, nor the manager, nor his boss, found this interaction weird or odd. And why is that? What am I missing about Indian banking interaction? Mm. You know, where one mm. person didn't get up and say, ma'am, what are you saying? You're not going to die. Don't mm. worry. We have a procedure mm. for your son to have usernames. I, not I mean, one person said yeah. anything remotely I comforting. Think it, it, it comes from like you know what is within the training what is within the this thing and what when you as soon as you step out of it so you might have the language or the skills to deal with also i think that like like mm, a, uh, some mm. of this conversation would have been had in english you know like where people are putting on a sort of a front or a facade where you know i'm 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 I know you can speak some amount of English, so I'm speaking to you in that language. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm making mm. assumptions here about the salesperson or or the banking executive, but but what I'm saying is that like if this conversation was had in a more colloquial sort of like you know, अरे देखो मैं मरने वाला हूँ मतलब मैं जब मैं मरूँगा तो मेरे बेटे को मेरे सारे passwords चाहिए ना तो जरा देख लेना कैसे कर सकते हाँ हाँ मैडम वो तो उसका तो मतलब इन बंगाली और बड़े और मैडम आप आप तो अब इतने यंग है क्या बोल रहे हैं but वैसे procedure है like even when you go into a coffee shop or into a restaurant you know you like everyone's putting on these sort of like everyone wants to speak in English and make it seem like you know but whereas you could just make it a lot more casual that way i think uh, in mm, a lot of mm. places abroad they might not have these issues when they're speaking in their first language and this thing here and then it gets a little weird and a little awkward where you know i don't have the skills to deal with this situation uh so death death and all these things i will call my senior so you think this guys is thinking in his head fuck is this lady saying mm. She's going to die. What does she say? Mm. <laughs> you know, like, and it's it's out of the realm of his training, mm -hmm. right? So it's just so he's three layers. First, he's translating language to language. Mm. Then he's thinking, is this actually English is not that strong, but is this actually what she's saying? Mm. And if she's saying, I really want to burst out in Bengali and tell her, "Apni ki pagol, apni pagol hoche banki hoche paglami kuchche." Are you crazy? Yeah. You've gone to the bank. You're just gone mad. You know. But none of these things actually happen yeah. because, like you're saying, nobody's speaking in the language of their birth. Mm, mm. But you see it everywhere. You see it, say, at a coffee shop also, mm. where that person is desperate to speak to you in English because his boss has trained him in English, mm. and you're like, "Boss, मुझे bronchitis है, मुझे दो coffee, गरम coffee लेके आना, very well and fine, sir. So two coffees mm. with, uh, you know. So he's like repeating mm, and, mm. you know, uh." Road memorization, mm. but if he was allowed to speak Hindi, he would have at least said, "Sir, कब से bronchitis mm. हुआ आपको? अगर bronchitis है तो ये coffee मत पीजिए और खराब हो जाएगी." आप ये, so I think what English has done is taken out the human <laughs> element here. Yeah. You know, like it's just made it ma a machine language in Correct. India. Correct. Correct. And it's also a thing of like you know, oh, the place is a little classier if they speak in English, or the place is a little bit more upmarket, uh, and our sales staff now they're speaking in. English and they, you know, 
but whereas i i i mean i don't have anything against any language i'm just saying that sometimes it becomes a barrier sometimes it becomes a facade on both ends rather than like, you know both people knowing the colloquial language <laughs> but everyone's putting on a bit of a sort of show i think that you know just to get people comfortable to speak whatever language they want right i think that the way to do it is you have to break down the machine english we speak every day hmm. so you know you go to a five star hotel so you go to the taj bombay yeah. right welcome to the welcome to the taj mahal hotel sir how can i be of service etc and you should start by saying i am on fire yeah you'll get that response welcome to taj mahal hotel sir how can we check you in like i'm saying i'm on fire yeah would you like to check in sir would you like because that person is a machine yeah. right he's not and then they're like are mai bol raha hu mujhe aag laga hai that person much woke up aapko aag laga hai sir acha aaiye sir help kar you know like yeah. english you won't get you'll get a machine response yeah. in english yeah. you know just like see i've died so the bank manager was like uh, ma'am you have died uh, you have what account with yeah. us So <laughs> like he's not listening. Yeah. He said English has just made him a machine. Kuran. Yeah. Yes. Very last conundrum. We mm-hmm. don't have to answer it. Mhm. I'm going to uh, throw it out there. We'll discuss it next week. Okay. Uh but a quick conundrum has come in about travel from our producer. Right. Avdut Khanolkar, the producer, executive producer and star of our last week and the man who makes it all happen and has for the last 200 years um he's older than humpy uh mm. he he has a conundrum his family wants to go on holiday to europe his conundrum is every time he goes to europe he loves it there because he likes walking he likes open spaces he likes greenery he likes bookshops and he comes back and he gets depressed mm. because he can't walk in bombay or a construction this then the other and he's saying should he go to a worse place on holiday mm rather than a beautiful place so he won't be depressed when he comes back hmm. now we'll get into it in a big way next week and answer his conundrum um but my question to you before you uh, we depart is if you want to go on a depressing holiday hmm where would you go well um <laughs> a depressing holiday See, that's what I'm saying. That that it has to be, uh, it has to be considerably worse than here. So it's very difficult to find places. <laughs> But you you had suggested somewhere one option could be somewhere where your life is in threat. Well, I think yeah, I think uh, you know if it's a war zone or if it's uh, yeah. you know very polluted <laughs> or if it's uh, yeah. you know you fear for your life. Um, it could be like you yeah. know the fear of being mugged the fear of things being stolen um or just uh, uh yeah i i i think maybe one of those or or like a like a communist like a like a dictatorial north coup. korea yeah you're stuck in a coup yeah, yeah you're stuck in a coup somewhere no planes are flying out yeah i guess those would be some bad places <laughs> wars ukraine war zone But uh, even there, there's probably a nice stretch of road to walk on, you know. So, yeah. Like I, I while I was in while I was in Hampi, and it was a ruin, mm. you know. Like the city existed <laughs> about six hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and even there, even there, where there was there was it was basically there was nothing. The castles are all burned down. You're basically standing on all stone, down, yeah. stone plinths and some temples and tanks. 
and even right. that was better than most of uh, bombay that was stunning yeah i mean what does it say about modern india that i would much rather prefer to live in mohenjodaro and harappa and not even at the time 2000. of mohenjodaro and harappa's existence in its current now, state yeah now there's no drainage there's no electricity right yeah and i'm very happy i could easily live inside fatehpur sikri no problem at all yeah i could live in chitor fort yeah these are stunning stunning places i could live in any of the forts in maharashtra i could live in a maharashtra i'd have fort. beautiful windows yeah you know i'll find my own water i mean you know, i'd live anywhere in india before 1999 anyway <laughs> yeah so we'll we'll try and solve this conundrum for for avdut next week and we'll figure out what is the best route yeah because wherever he goes even within india mm. right like i mean it will depress him like say if you go to the backwaters of kerala yeah he'll realize that living on a boat in kerala is better than living in bombay yeah i mean for example i went to ajanta elora mm. and these were caves that buddhists were living in yeah. and i want to live in ajanta elora right now inside a cave i want to be that buddhist monk yeah i mean i can almost hear in you fact, saying om mani padme hum and all i mean that's so much yeah sure. yeah yeah Sorry. all i want is a giant stuff statue of you yeah in and a man from air india just urinating in the corner that's all i want and and we wish that upon all our listeners yeah that you we, that each of you find your own ajanta elora yeah. <laughs> a, a stuff statue of kunal and an air india man urinating in a corner and make your own india Have a great year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You were listening to Our Last Week, produced by Rajesh Tahil and Avdut Khanulkar, hosted by Anuvab Pal and Kunal Roy Kapoor, assistant producers Akansha Kadam and Rahul Vaswani.